0: Hello, everyone. This is a special podcast episode today that is here really just to download um, vision for the monarch movement that we have been in the middle of since last year. And I just want to really download uh, some fresh vision in a setting that I can explain it uh, for 2024. Um, We have entered a very strategic year for this vision and I'll have another podcast episode that can go into great detail about the vision of the monarch movement and the monarch society and how it started. Um, but just to put it in, you know, one or two sentences in case you've never followed this movement before, uh, the monarch so- society, it's really a prayer movement for our nation. Um, we have this mission uh, to really operate in Esther oil. And just because it's Esther oil doesn't mean it's just for women. Uh, let me say this is a movement for the body of Christ. It is primarily led by women, but it is not a women's movement. It's a movement um, to see awakening and revival and reformation in our nation. It's a prayer and fasting movement, just like Esther modeled for us. Um, its mission is to really influence um, this, this nation uh, for the glory of God. And so it's, it consists of fasting and prayer and gatherings at specific places where we can decree the word of the Lord. It's truly for such a time as this. Um, I do believe that the United States is entering in 2024, one of the, the most critical time periods this nation has ever been in. I believe that we are in um, a year where there will be decisions made, direction chosen, uh, things that will happen that will influence this nation for the next 10 years. I believe that is why 2024 is so important. I do realize it's an election year, which will bring a lot of turbulence in our nation, but I'm not even speaking uh, to the lower level um, of the election that's taking place. I understand that's important, but I'm speaking on a kingdom level outside of just uh, the choice in our election, which is important. I'm talking about America making spiritual choices. Um, This year, that will affect our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. Um, Esther was in a moment where God wanted to do something for his people, and they were in a nation that did not fear him. Um, And Esther had a choice to participate in the plan of God. And we know Mordecai said to her, "Uh, you can choose to be silent, but if you do, I will raise up a deliverer from somewhere else. And unfortunately, you and your house will perish. But haven't you been brought into the kingdom for such a time as this? And so this is the year that silence is no longer optional. And God will raise up deliverance from those who will walk in obedience to him. But I do not want him to have to watch an entire generation die in the wilderness for him to fulfill his will for this nation. And I believe that it is a critical hour for the church to open her mouth you know that 2024 is the year 5784 on the Jewish calendar. I'm sure you've heard so many teachings on that. Uh, but when we cross into that year 5784, to make it very simple and short, um, that eight, the decade of 80, representing the Hebrew letter hey, um, is the picture of the mouth. And we know we entered that 5780 and we entered the decade of the mouth back in 2020. But when four came, this five seven eight Four, the number four, is actually associated with the Hebrew letter Dalet that represents the tent door, doors that swing, that open and close. So you may have heard it say this would be the year of the door. Um, Even more specifically, this is the year of the door and the mouth or the mouth at the door. And uh, what we are finding out is how the mouth affects the doors and the spirit or the gates of this nation which is why I believe we're in an Esther moment. It was Esther's mouth. It was the breaking of silence. It was the crying out in prayer that opened the door for God to shift the plans of the enemy. And I believe right now it is not the time to close our mouths, but to open our mouths, not necessarily in um, demonstration um, in the natural, but in prayer and in fasting in the spirit. So this is what uh, this year holds for this monarch movement. Um, And I want you to join me in this. And I believe um, it's critical that mothers, fathers, kingdom leaders join together in unity in prayer. So what we're going to do is we're going to do what Esther did. And this year, we're going to fast and pray more for our nation than I ever have. God has been speaking that to me. I've been conditioning myself for it um, because I believe it's more needed now than ever. And so I'm asking Uh, For leaders, uh, for mothers, for fathers, for sons and daughters, for entire family units, entire movements, entire churches to join me in fasting and prayer for our nation. What will that look like? Um, I'm asking us to come together on the first three days of each month to give the Lord the first fruits of every month in prayer and intercession and cry out in unity for our nation. I was just with my dear friend, Karen Wheaton, at the ramp for New Year's, and she retold the story of the Hibernese revival that uh, affected the nation of Scotland. Yes, it did infect it with the glory of God and affected it. And it started with two elderly ladies, one blind, one deaf, who prayed the word of the Lord. Um, And what was so important, it was a phrase Karen said that I've not been able to get out of my spirit that the, the, the ladies, they prayed at their home. They couldn't get out much, but the pastor prayed at the church and intercessors prayed in the barn. And Karen said this phrase, the aunt said, you pray there and we'll pray here. And as we were crossing into 2024, Miss Karen was prophesying that you pray here, you pray there, I'll pray here, I'll pray here, you pray there meaning what needs to happen in this nation is a total mobilization of the body of Christ to prayer and fasting. But it doesn't mean we have to come to the same place. It doesn't mean we have to all join in one singular movement, but it's about us bringing everyone under our realm of influence into agreement and praying where we are, praying how we can. In other words, I'm gonna pray here, but I'm asking you to pray there. And what they did is they prayed at the same time. They prayed in unity and they prayed the same scriptures in unity and in unison, decreeing the word of the Lord. So I wanna follow this model and I'm asking everyone who will join with me on the first three days of every month, February 1st, 2nd and 3rd, March 1st, 2nd and 3rd, April 1st, 2nd and 3rd and so on, join with me as we pray for our nation. Um, If you can commit those three days together in unity I'm going to give us scriptures that we're going to pray and decree, learning to turn scriptures into prayers. And one of those passages is Isaiah 44. This was the same passage prayed during the Hapernese revival, where they asked water for water to be poured out on a dry and thirsty land. And that's what we're decreeing over America. So we're going to read and decree Psalm of Isaiah 44. We're going to pray Psalms 24 here in the year 2024 it's so funny that it's actually psalms 24 that david wrote and uh, decreed when he was bringing the ark back to israel david sang this psalm while he was halal dancing the entire i think it was like a nine mile journey from obed edom's house to the gates of jerusalem with the glory of the lord and we're on a mission to see the glory of the lord come back to our nation And David stood before the gates of the city and said those famous words, Be lifted up, O you ancient gates. Be lifted up, you everlasting doors, that the king of glory may come in. And the gatekeeper responded, Who is this king of glory? And he said, It is the Lord God Almighty. And I've been praying and we will continue to decree. Be lifted up, O gates of America. Be lifted up, ye everlasting doors of America, that the king of glory may come in. As Psalms 24, there'll be other passages we bring, and I'll be sending out information through podcasts, through my social media the week before each fast, just to keep us targeted, keep us focused. I mean, you can um, just be watching for those things or sign up to be reminded. But those that will, will join with me on this three-day Esther fast. Uh, where I might be doing an Esther fast, I'm not requiring everyone to do that. I'm asking you for to do an Esther fast in duration. Um, But what you can fast, that's between you and the Lord. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Um, you You may be working. You may have a special event. You may have medical issues. You need to seek the Lord for what he is requiring of you to fast in those three days. Your children can participate. Kids can give up candy. Kids can give up their apple juice. Kids can give up their sweet tea. There's a way the entire household can begin to pray and fast together for the nation in these three days. And I just want you to seek the Lord and decide what you would fast and join with me on the first, second, third of each month. Pray these scriptures, write them, post them in your car, put them in your mirror, read them before your children. Let's come together and decree the word of the Lord over this nation so that whatever the enemy does have planned, what we may be aware of, what we are yet to be aware of, that the word of the Lord will go before us in this year and will sabotage the plans of the enemy. And we just decree, I decree it even now over this nation, no weapon formed against it will prosper. And every tongue, every mouth at the gate of this nation that rises against it shall be condemned. And we're gonna speak the word of the Lord. So what I can commit to you as part of this monarch movement is every month, I'm going to record some new podcasts that you can tune in and listen to. One of those podcasts will be one from me personally. Just sharing uh, what I feel like the Lord is saying for our nation or what people are bringing to me or direction and updates for our fast and for our gatherings. Uh, That's what one podcast will be um, in our monarch uh, movement. The other podcast will be what's called a Mordecai moment. Um, Like I said, this would be misunderstood in some circles as a women's movement because I am a woman. And most of the leaders are women, but it is a movement for the body of Christ that is led by women, not a women's movement. Um, And there are some very anointed apostolic leaders and fathers in the faith that understand that um, and that believe in what God is doing through the voice of daughters in this season. And, um, you know, one of my pet peeves with women's ministry is when it's just women speaking into women and it doesn't bring balance and the fullness of the revelation of God. We need fathers that speak over us and male leadership is necessary, just as necessary as female leadership. And I want uh, to open the platform for anointed male leaders to speak into the future of this nation, to speak over the daughters, to release instruction for our fast and what God is saying. So I'll do another podcast where I interview one of those such leaders and we'll call it a Mordecai moment. So you can be looking for those podcasts each month to get instruction and then I'll be coming on my out, out on my social media, sending out reminders the week before the fast so that you could be prepared. It doesn't sneak up on you and you're ready to pray and fast the first, second and third of every month. If you live in Chattanooga or Cleveland, or you're in driving distance from redemption to the nation's church, or you're a part of our church, we're actually going to open our church for a three day tabernacle of David and a place, house of prayer, place of intercession. So that during those three days, you can come and pray with us. Uh, But that's not necessary if you're in New York or you're in Guatemala or you're in California. Remember, I'm going to pray here and you're going to pray there. If you're a pastor or a church leader, you're in our Ruach Network or you're leading a movement, you can lead prayer, however God instructs you to lead your people. It's not important that people just follow what I'm doing. It's important that we come together in unity for what God is doing. And you as a leader, be anointed, take your liberty to lead your people in this fast, to lead them in times of prayer, to share with them what God is saying to you. It's just important that the body of Christ be mobilized together in unity. I'm also going to have a monthly newsletter that'll be on the on my website and it will be out for you. It'll just be a written decree from one of the leaders of this movement so they can also share the word of the Lord and equip you with declarations. And it will be written um, updates on our gatherings, prayer directives for a fast. So if you choose to have something in writing over a podcast, we'll have that monthly newsletter that will go out uh, just to keep you informed, to write the vision and make it plain. So those that read it, uh, you know, can, no pun intended, run with it. (laughs) If you've been following this movement, you know that a big part of what we do is we run. Um, That started in me in 2022, one July, God said, get up and run, put your tennis shoes on and run. I wasn't a runner at that time, despised running, was not good at it, but wanted to obey the Lord. And that has been the most uh, painful and productive journey of my life. The Holy Spirit has ran with me. God has been faithful to show up and talk to me. And that is where he downloaded this uh, assignment this prayer movement for our nation. It's not a prayer walk. It's a prayer run while running because of the urgency of the hour. When we're in an emergency situation, when time is short, we don't walk, we run. And God said, I want the church running in this hour. Um, and also because that's how fast God is moving. And um, the Lord first took me to second Kings 18 and the story of when the rain came back to Israel and after Elijah prophesied the rain, he girded up his garments. And he took off on foot, his enemy Ahab took off in an iron chariot. And the Bible tells us that Elijah outran an iron chariot to the gates of the nation. And the Lord said, Devin, I'm going to anoint you. I'm going to anoint people all over this nation in the natural and in the spirit to outrun the enemy to the gates of this nation. I'm going to anoint you to run. We are going to move faster than what the enemy is moving. Um, and then he has downloaded so much revelation about running. You know, that David ran toward Goliath. He didn't walk. He didn't hesitate. He took off sprinting toward his enemy. And the Lord said, Devin, I'm going to let you run at the giants of this land, at the gates of this nation. I don't want you to walk. I want you to run. Um, And so that is why uh, we do at our rain gatherings, our prayer gatherings, um, a 5K run. So I want to kind of dive into that for the year. For review, we are trying to do a an intercessory prayer gathering at seven strategic gateways of our nation by the end of this year. We've already completed four of those. Some of you may have been a part of that. If you haven't, it is not too late to jump in. Uh, number one, join me at the the entry level of fasting and prayer every month. But number two, if you want to meet me to pray, uh, we have three gateways un- left that we're going to try to hit here in 2024. And then uh, we will be gathering in Washington, D.C., which was our starting place to do what we're going to call a victory lap and to have an Esther banquet um, and a time uh, to pray and praise the Lord at the close of this assignment. So our next assignment is Los Angeles, California. We've been trying to go there for three years, actually, and uh, COVID hindered hindered that. Um, But now is the time and we will actually be going there during the Feast of Purim this year. That will be um, during that Pyramid weekend, which is March 23rd and 24th. We're going to go there to call for a tsunami of revival to come from the West coast over this nation. Again, we're going to go there to pray that the sound waves and the, the audio visual waves of entertainment of this nation will be sanctified and overcome by the glory of the Lord. Uh, we're going to cry out from that Hollywood mountain. Um, that the mountains would give praise unto Yahweh. And uh, we're so excited about this assignment. Um, And then we will be going uh, to Nashville, Tennessee in June for the Feast of Pentecost, uh, which will be June 12th. We'll probably be there June 11th and 12th. We're going to go there to um, release sound waves over this nation from what I believe to be one of the sound capitals of the world. Uh, We'll be there to run in Centennial Park and to pray at the Capitol, but most importantly, um, we are going to the Ryman Auditorium. Um, That place represents uh, a root of sound in this nation, and it was built for revival. It was built for the sound of revival, Um, but because of financial difficulties, um, the sound ended up uh, being sold to be a concert hall, a performance hall, and I want to go back to that place and release an alabaster box of worship before Yahweh again on behalf of this nation. So some of you have been giving toward that. It's an expensive um, offering to the Lord. It's about a hundred thousand dollars to get that place and do this event. And you can still give toward it. You can sow into it. It's not a fee. It's seed. Um, If you are a musician, if you have family members that are musicians, if you care about the sound of this nation, I challenge you uh, to join me in giving that seed. I'm trying to get a a thousand people to give a hundred dollars. Um, into the sound of this nation so that we can pour that out as an offering before the Lord. He said it will be a costly offering. It will be an alabaster box. Um, the Lord said, don't seek uh, for them to donate it or someone to cut the price. Um, he took me to the story of David uh, when he was trying to remove the plague that had hit God's people. And he went to offer God an offering. And the owner of the threshing floor said, I'll give you the threshing floor. I'll give you the oxen. And David said, no, I will not give the Lord something that didn't cost me anything. I want to pay full price because this is worship. Um, and some of you that hear this vision, you're like, wow, $100,000 on a worship night. Really, Pastor Devin? You know, we could do so much about life or about trafficking or feed the poor. Um, and I thought the same things. So the Lord arrested my heart and let me know that was the same religious spirit that spoke through Judas. When the woman with the alabaster box broke it on Jesus' feet, Judas said, this was a waste. This money could have been used to feed the poor. But Jesus set him straight and let him know that there is no cost that is too extravagant when it comes to worship. And so if you'll help me pray that money in and you'll help me plan to be there, um, everyone in that and auditorium, everyone who's allowed in will be a worshiper. There will be no spectators. Everyone will be participators as we just um just release the sound waves of, of worship through Nashville, Tennessee. And then our last um, rain gathering will be in St. Louis, Missouri. We feel compelled by the Lord to go to that St. Louis arch and uh, to speak a revival to that West Gateway. Um, I do believe that St. Louis Arch has so much representation in the spirit. I'll download at another time. It's the largest man-made monument in our nation. And we're still working on the, sound, uh, the dates and the logistics uh, for that prayer stop. It will be sometime in the summer or the fall. So we'll release that to you. But just know St. Louis is coming. And then we will end um, in uh, Washington with a final run and a beautiful Esther banquet at the Museum of the Bible and an incredible time of worship and intercession as we complete this portion of this monarch movement. There will be more to come, but this is the focus of our assignment this year. So as you hear this podcast, if you're overwhelmed saying, where do I get involved? Start here. Start with praying with me. Start with the agreement of fasting and prayer. Join with me on the first, second, and third of every month as we pray for our nation in an Esther fast And we decree the word of the Lord, Isaiah 44, Psalms 24. Let's decree it over our nation. And then if you want to invest more time in listening to the podcast that I will post, the Mordecai moments, um, my own heart and vision uh, for this nation and my own prayer points, I'll be releasing those. And then if you can go even further and you want to meet me at one of these gateways, or you want to help us as we go to one of these gateways. I invite you to join us. And this is the vision of this monarch movement this year. And I believe as we pray and we fast, God will make everything that is unclear, clear and what is unknown, known. But right now, the call is a, a trumpet call. We are sounding the alarm to pray and fast for the United States of America. Um, our church's name is Redemption to the Nations. Um, And my husband received a word from the Lord, Pastor Kevin, that he declared, the Lord said for 2024 until further notice, this is redemption to this nation. So even our own church is grabbing hold of this vision. If you're a pastor listening to me, lead your entire church in this vision. This is bigger than what one church can do. But this is a movement we can all lock arms in. Um, And so I just wanted to kind of give you a playbook for the year so that you know how to join. And the greatest emphasis of this podcast is join me in fasting and praying on the first, second, third of every month. And then I'll be releasing more details about these gatherings, these rain gatherings, these Run Fast 5Ks, Esther banquets. They all take place as part of these rain gatherings that'll be taking place at these last three gateways. And I'll be coming to you with information through social media and through podcasts every month. God bless you all. And God bless the United States of America. May the Lord have his way. Whatever he started this nation for, I just decree his word will complete what he started it for, and we just declare that this nation will bring glory to the Lord, and our sons and daughters shall be blessed in Jesus' name.